My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real? A podcast all about being real. Like, really real, not just cute Instagram real. Like, real. Welcome back to Are You For Real? with Sarah Frick. Today, we are sitting down with Sam Sidney, who is a mama, a wife, an artist, so many things. And I've only known her for about 45 seconds and I can already tell that I wanna hang out with her. And she's just got really fun energy and an amazing story. And let's just start, so give us a quick introduction, who you are, where you live, just anything you wanna tell us. Okay, let's see, I'm 41. Welcome. I feel like we should start like that. Okay. Because it's, I'm shocked still. 41, <laughs> living in South Carolina with four kids. Never thought this was going to happen. I was totally one of those people. I grew up in New York, thought I was going to live in New York my entire life. And my husband's from New York too. Basically, it's so crazy. We got married. The next day we went to Italy on our honeymoon. We landed in South Beach and we never came back to New York. And I could not believe it. We never even lived together. It was sort of crazy. So we lived in Miami for a year. Wait, so you went to Italy or you went to South Beach? We went, literally, we got married. The next day we went on our honeymoon and all our shit landed in Miami. Like my apartment from New York, his apartment from DC. So you had planned on doing this. Yes, and we just went to Miami. And we lived in South Beach for a year. And I thought I was going to go back to New York after. I love South Beach, by the way. I kind of didn't like it at the time, but now I it's like, wish. It's like I a wish, spirit city yeah. for me. It was kind of amazing because it's like a city on the beach. Yeah. It's, but it, it's kind of cool. And we got a puppy and we'd bike ride around. So, um, and then he got into a cardiology program in Charleston. We never heard of Charleston because we were like, New York is the best place in the world. <laughs> Who knows about any other state? And we moved here and... He did five years of training and we lived downtown and then a job came up and we just felt like we should stay because everybody who leaves comes back. So we're like, let's just stay. And that was like three kids in. Mm -hmm. So we stayed in Charleston and we've been here for 13 years. So tell us, okay, so tell us about your children. Okay. So we have four kids. I always wanted four but we had three in three and a half years, and there was no way I could have gone for the fourth. I mean, I would have like lost my shit. Can we like back? Can we just get backtrack? <laughs> Go back. Go back. <laughs> like, three in three and a half years. It was crazy. So, like, not like, to be crude, but were they like, you're cleared? And you were like, let's get pregnant totally. again. Totally. Like, every it was six like weeks. <laughs> our first one. Well, okay. So, let me tell you this. Before we got married, I remember we're Jewish, and we met with the rabbi, and he was like, what's your view on children? And I literally remember saying, I want a million as soon as possible. <laughs> and Darren was like, we need to save money. We need a plan. And I'm like, no, I wanted to like, we dated for seven years before we got married. So I was in like a huge fucking rush. I was like, baby, baby, let's just have like tons of babies, tons of puppies, like all, <laughs> like all of it. I just wanted all of it really fast. So basically we had Charlie and he was so easy and chill. He's still so chill, this kid. Like anything. Like, and how old is he? He's 12. Okay. And he's awesome. He's so chill. So we had Charlie. And I don't know. He was like six or seven months. And I'm kind of like, I think I have like five pounds left to lose. Mm -hmm. Let's just have another baby and worry about <laughs> it next year. So then I had Tessa. And then my husband hates when I tell this story. But a friend of mine was like, Sam, I'm pregnant with my third can you have a baby? Because no one's going to want to hang out with me with so many kids. And I literally said to Darren, Megan wants us to have a baby. And um, 
And he's like, okay. And so my (laughs) third one and her third one are like a month apart. Amazing. And the best part was I remember being super pregnant and I ran into one of her friends and she's like, she asked me to have a baby. And I said, no, I can't believe you really did it. (laughs) You're like, I'm a good friend. It was like, do you want to go pick up Chinese food? I'm like, let me ask Darren. I was like, let me ask Darren if we could have one more baby. So then we had three kids and it was just like, it was good. It was like good. And then... I don't know. I just felt like whenever I met someone and they said, I'm one of four mm-hmm. or I have four kids, I was like, ooh, I want four kids. So now we have Trapper and he's really cute and like just a cute little baby. Yeah. Is, is he like kind of like a puppy? Like the family? Yes. Like- <laughs> yes. We're, we're, yeah, because we're like, where's Trapper? Yeah. We're constantly <laughs> like, where's that baby? Yeah. You know? That is awesome. And do the big kids just adore him? They adore him. I mean, they're really, really good. Even my third one, Henry, he was like, you know, I really didn't want him, but he's kind of great and I love him. (laughs) And it was funny when we told them we were having the baby, Henry was like, I mean, he's the cutest. He has curly hair, big blue eyes. He's so adorable. And when Darren was videoing it and he was telling them that we're having a fourth baby and I was like, Darren, you got to cut this. Henry all of a sudden turned white and he's like, I think I'm going to throw up. (laughs) And then his first response, he's like, how are we going to go skiing with a baby? I'm like, oh my gosh. But now it's good. But he kind of had a nervous breakdown, but it's fine. But now it's all good. Yeah. So, and we're good. I mean, the thing about having a baby is like, once you have them, it's like, you're kind of stuck. So you got to figure it out. Totally. That's how I felt about when I had the twins. I was like, I wanted them so bad and we did a lot of fertility and we had been trying for a long time. And then they were like, you're having twins. And I remember sitting at the ultrasound and John was like, this is excellent. And I was like, tears. tears. I was like, there's no way. I just couldn't imagine. And then when they came, it was even scarier. <laughs> that, <laughs> go the other way. No, the first year of their life was like, I was, it was I like understand. a blur. I was like drooling. I don't understand when and I, I see had, people with twins. But I mean, but you had three in three years. I'm sorry. Kind I of mean, the same. Kind of, but not. At least the physical. I can't imagine like carrying two babies, feeding two babies. I don't know. It was a lot. That's good. That's amazing. It's a lot of chaos. But things are better-ish now. Yes, yeah. so we can all communicate Ish. with words. Yes. Okay, yes. so before we get into the amazingness that you're doing right now, Were you an artist before this? Yes. So I always did art my whole life and I went to college and I just was like, I'm going to be an art major. I went to Skidmore um, and I was an an art major and I had one teacher um, my senior year and he kept saying, I'm going to make you famous. I'm going to make you famous. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And at the time I had been making these huge sculptures out of vintage high heels. And so I like would scour every vintage Salvation Army thrift shop in upstate New York. And I would take mountains of high heels and I would disassemble them and put them back together and make these like evolutions of these shoes that I was making. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. And I entered some like Skidmore contest and I won. I was like, oh, wow, cool. I won. I like, I don't know. It was weird. And then I made up a random price and then somebody bought it. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) And then um, I graduated and I moved to New York and I was working at a boys private school because my parents were like, listen, you can live in New York, but you need a job. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. And health insurance. So I was like, okay. So I worked at a boys' private school on the Upper East Side. I was basically you were an art a, teacher. No, I wish I was a secretary, but it was actually really fun because I'm organized. Except for on Secretary's Day, they brought me this huge thing of flowers, 
And I remember being on the subway, like so mortified. I was like, everyone knows I'm a secretary because it's secretary's day and I'm holding all these flowers. And I just like threw them on the ground. I was like, ah. but it was fun. Like I'd run errands on Madison Avenue and like deliver baby gifts to people. And it was kind of fun. So I did that. And that teacher called me, um, my Skinmore professor, and he called me and he was like, I told you I was going to make you famous. I'm like, what? He's like, I got you a gallery show. So I was 22. He got me a gallery show in Tribeca with two like older artists. And I had all the shoes in it. And so that the, when you were making the shoes and putting them back together, were you making a like, shoe? No, I was like making them in like these glass containers. It was almost like science-y. It was like an evolution of these shoes that I made. Okay. Um, and I was kind of like taking, and then I started taking other things and taking them apart and assembling them. Like it was almost like before the time, like it was almost like being like green or, you know, reusing things, repurposing things. So he was like, okay, I got you this art show. I was like, cool. So I was living in Gramercy Park with a friend and he suggested, you know, like move to Brooklyn, be a real artist. And what year was this? Like 2001, two ish. Okay, okay. So I had this gallery show. It was really cool. It was like all my friends came, plus these like two other artists that I can't even remember their names, but like one one lived in a townhouse in Chelsea. The other one lived in a huge loft in Tribeca. Neither worked. So I would like do the art thing, then I'd go to work in the morning. And they made art that like looked like garbage. And my <laughs> husband's not an artist. And I will tell you, he went up to them and he was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Everyone else was like, wow, this is so amazing. Look what he's created. It's totally like about the earth and you know whatever and Darren's like what is this pile of garbage like I don't understand but let's like pause there before we go further because yeah. I can kind of relate with Darren a little bit and I'm yeah. not trying to ever because everyone has their own mediums like people totally. walk into my studio and they're like what is this crazy class and I'm like this is my art like this right. is my ministry it's this is creation. my work right yeah so is that like super offensive to people <laughs> I think but I kind of love that he's just like real yeah right and he's like and these dudes are rich and I don't even know what they're doing like they're rich, so they can do this all day. Do you like, think people do that? Like, people th- are like, this will be really cool and crafty and weird and out there. I think. I think there's, like, no explanation. And then they explain it. And so that was part of it was, like, so I was making these things, and and then they'd be like, well, what does it mean? And I'm like, I don't know. I just think it looks cool. They're like, no, no, like, you have to make something up. And so there was something about it at the time that was just not, like, fully clicking. So I was, like, half in, yeah. right? Like, I did this stuff, and then it just kept snowballing where – I was hanging out with my friends and I got a phone call and it would say, oh my God, Sam, pick up the New Yorker. And I'm like, what? And they're like, there's an article about you. And I'm like, really? But I was like 22. And I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. I just want to be with my friends, be cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, but there was an article, like somebody picked an uptown gallery, a downtown gallery, and they picked the gallery I was in and they picked me. It was weird. So like these crazy things kept happening. And then like... After that, someone picked up the shoes and I had a show at the Chanel store in Soho. And it was like Chanel and El Decor. And again, I'm like 22, maybe 23. I like don't even know if I told anyone. (laughs) I was just like being so awkward. It was just weird. You know, like like my mom's friend was like, oh, I'm in, so I'm on Spring Street and Sam's name is in the window of Chanel. Like what's going on? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Like, (laughs) I don't, I got famous last night. It's weird. I don't know. It was weird. (laughs) So these kind of things kept happening and I sort of dropped the ball because I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this. I wasn't in a space to like. Were you making money doing it? No. Yeah. And I wasn't in a space to like make art. Like it just didn't feel like the right moment. And it's really funny because I've 
I, and then I kept working at the school and I ended up being like, I think I want to be an art teacher. So I went to NYU and I got like a master's, even though I've really not taught much since then, because then we moved and all this stuff happened. But I always kind of looked back on that time and I'm like, I really feel like I dropped the ball. And I wonder if I kept going, like where that path would have taken me. And I sort of regretted it. But then I thought, you know what, if I can make that happen at 22 in New York City, it can happen again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this just isn't the right time. And it'll happen again. If it's meant to be for something big to happen with my art, then it'll happen again. And like, I mean, it's not that big, but I'm sort of feeling like the things I'm doing now might be that moment that I was waiting for. So let's talk about what you are doing now. Because it is... So insane. So I got introduced to your art because my husband, John, turned 40 this year and he is a like huge Grateful Dead fan. Like yeah. I think he would do dirty things with Jerry Garcia. Amazing. Um, and uh, one of, some of our dear friends, Tom and Jen Hodges, got him um, a, a Jerry that you did. Yeah. And um, I'm going to let Sam explain her work because I want her to explain the process of it. But it's it's all felt. Correct? Yes. Okay. And we... Um, we were supposed to actually be in Europe for John's 40th, but because of the pandemic, we didn't travel there. So we yeah. all went to Polly's Island and Tom, all which weekend. is basically Europe. Yeah. Which is like basically, it's basically going to Italy. The same trip. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> so we went there and the whole weekend, Jen, my friend who got the gift, she's like, um, I got the coolest thing for you. I got the coolest thing for you, but it's not ready it. yet. It's not ready yet. And all weekend, John's like joking on her. He's like, whatever, Jen. She's like, no, seriously, you're going <laughs> to yeah. fucking die. This thing oh is God, so I cool. This is so that. cool. And John was like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Because everyone else like brought gifts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when it came, like they came over and like presented it to him. Like oh my they God, were presenting I him like that. an award. And he loved, I mean, we freaked out over it. So um, That makes me feel so good. So tell us like, okay, so you have four kids. Yeah. So and none a, of them are in school. Totally. Because it's a pandemic, Correct. right? So we're home and I don't know what I was, I read something and I was like, because I had been doing illustration for the last like however many years, like drawings for people, note cards, whatever. I was doing little illustrations. And I read something about this girl and she said, I said yes to every creative opportunity for a year and it like took me crazy places. So I was like, oh, I like that. I'm like, I'm home. I'm fucking bored with all these kids and it's nuts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what if every day we do an art project? And that'll be like their art class, right? And so every day we did something and I would put it on Instagram and people were like, what the hell are you doing? How do you have four kids and you're making art projects? And I want to be like, listen, we're not doing schoolwork, okay? Yeah, we're making we're art doing. projects. And like, that's what's happening on this this place. But so, um, I don't know what happened. We were in the our art room. We have like an apartment over the garage. And I used to teach art classes up there after school for like the neighborhood kids. And Tessa found a box of felt and don't let her not remind you every day that she's like, this is because of me. I found the felt and I made a coronavirus out of felt. And now look, I'm like, okay, Tessa, we get it. We get it. Like, this is all because of you. You win. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't know. We, we took all this felt and like one day I was like, oh, look, today we made felt collages. And I remember I didn't even glue them down. I'm like, it's so fun. You could take felt. It was like felt sheets. Not smushy felt, like hard felt. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, we're just going to cut them out. You can make a little design and then put it away. Make something else the next day. And so we did that. And I put it on Instagram. People were like, wow, cool, whatever. And then, I don't know, like that night I was like, I want to make myself. I want to make a self-portrait out of felt. So I made a self-portrait of myself wearing these big red glasses that 
I never wear because I don't go anywhere, right? <laughs> so, I, but I made it myself with these big red glasses, and I put it on Instagram, and like some people were going fucking crazy. And a friend from high school was like, can you make me nine musicians? And I'm like, ooh, yeah, cool, something to do. So then I posted each musician. She's a singer. So every musician she told me, I posted. Mm -hmm. And it just like kind of kept going. I can't stop having chills. And it just kept going. And I'm like, this is so crazy because felt is so like weird. And it's like a crafty thing. Like it's not like a high art, not that these are high art, but like craft felt is like, oh, I don't know. It's like an inexpensive childlike. Right. Material. It's not something that you'd be like, I'm going to make a self-portrait. I don't know. And then it just kind of kept going. And I think so far it must have made over 200 people. And this started when? April. Okay. So. (laughs) And I'm ignoring my children and there's just like hot glue guns and scissors (laughs) and felt all around the house. You're like, art class, art class. Everyone's having fun. Art class. Where's the baby? Mike Trapper, I really think you're tired and you really need to go take a nap so I can make Jerry Garcia. (laughs) So, okay. I like, I'll tell you why I love it. And. I know nothing about art. I'm okay. not crafty. I'm actually not very creative in that sense. Like okay. I like movement for me is my medium. It's it's like in this time especially. Well, first of all, it's cool. It's so fucking cool and it's Thank fresh, you. but it's fun. It's fun. And it's not like like you were saying like the self-portrait. Like it's not like so serious. It's right. like dude, it's it's awesome and it's cool and it like you you gauge like she gave me a Beyoncé today and it's like it's awesome. Like it just makes you, like I saw it and I was like jumping up and down. I know. And that's the (laughs) thing that I keep getting messages from people and everything's really just through Instagram at the moment. I don't have like a website or anything, but I keep getting messages from people and they're like, I love your posts every day. They make me so happy during like this crazy time. Yeah. And I feel like that makes me feel so good. Like more than like selling them or getting money for them. Like I just like making people feel good from seeing these. It's kind of like a, feels like a gift, you know? And so right now, how many people are waiting for pictures? Maybe 80. Oh my gosh. I know. Do you have someone helping you? No, because I don't know how anyone can help me. But they could check your email. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's funny because then when I communicate with people like over messaging, I like know, I like, it makes, it makes me feel like I know them. So then I can like put extra love into it. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, my babysitter drops them off at UPS. That helps. That does help. I don't know. And do you do all your, like, and you don't need to tell me about your billing, but I mean, do you have like a whole system or do you just do like Venmo? Hmm, that's interesting. That's something that we're going to have to worry about next year. Yeah. Because I don't really understand. I'm like, Darren, look, this is what I made. He's like, but what'd you spend on like felt? And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't write that down. Yeah. <laughs> do it all on one credit card. Okay. And you know what? I'm feeling like it's pretty simple. It's like felt is from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Frames are from Michael's. Although I'm kind of freaking out because... I think I bought all of them and they're sold out and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I might have to try Target. I'm yeah. not, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I'm a little, I feel like we've hit a bump in the road. Can you like order online? Yeah. Like Michael's is sold out. Like I think they're I like, bought like all of Sam, them. Sam, you bought them all. <laughs> you bought all of our white square 12 by 12 frames. We can find you some. We're going to find This is why them. you need an assistant. This is You this should is get true. a, um, what are those people called that you don't have to pay? Interns. And, oh, I, I think I can do that. Yeah. I'm serious. Yes. Okay, so let's like, so do you have an idea? Like, have you ever thought about doing a show? 
So I actually have, it's funny, I will say one thing about having the 80 orders. I was like, oh my God, I have so many orders. I'm not trying to get overwhelmed, just like riding the wave. And my son Henry's like, well, I mean, you don't want to have no orders. That means you went out of business. And I'm like, wait, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's so true. We don't want to get to none. That means people think I suck. Yeah. So no, but a gallery in Charlotte reached out to me last month and they um, are doing a little pop-up this weekend, I guess. So a pop, um, the Shane Gallery in Charlotte. So I made them like 15 or 16 pieces and I sent them and they framed them all, which is awesome. Oh, nice. And they look really good. And I think most of them sold. And it was kind of random. It was like some sneakers, some, I did like a Bloody Mary, a mimosa. And then I did some people, but then I did some big people. They're usually 12 by 12, mm-hmm. but I did like a really big um, RBG and Notorious B.I.G. I thought that could be cool if someone bought both of them yes. with their crowns. And they were pretty big. Um, and then I did like Oprah, Jackie O. I just kind of did ones. It was sort of fun because I did ones that I wanted to do. Right. That weren't like ordered, you know? Do you have them hanging all over your house? No, I have none. Oh, I have the little <laughs> one of me. But that's that. about it. So what are your favorite ones to do? Like, I don't know. You know what? I like... It's fun to go through the order list because then I don't have to think about it and the randomness is kind of fun because it'll be like an old person, a golden goose sneaker, Mm -hmm. like a Duke's Mayo. I did that. Someone ordered that and I'm like, that is fucking awesome. Right. Like I'm not even from the South or use Duke's Mayo, but I love it. (laughs) Um, But so I feel like it's fun to kind of switch it up like people and then food, um, I don't know. I think, I guess it's fun to do one that I haven't done yet because then I kind of, if I'm doing one that I've already done, I try to make it different, but then I kind of get tripped up. I'm like, am I looking at a photo of them or am I looking at the last felt person I did of them? So like, so walk us through your process. Cause clearly like okay. doing a Duke Mayo is different than doing a Beyonce. Like do you right. have a picture? So what I do with the people is I always do two different color, like contrast, like contrasting kind of colors for the face, for the skin tone, right? So I'll start with like two colors. And I think that started because when I made like the small one of myself, I didn't have a big enough piece of skin color. So I did two of those. So I take two kind of colors that sort of go together and I just do like a half circle. And then I look at a photo and I'm like, okay, their chin kind of goes like this. They have a skinny face. They have a wide face. And I kind of cut it down And then I just look at their features. And it's funny because when I I always did illustrations, I never did faces because I'm like, they don't look like people. Mm -hmm. Like once you do it, they just, so I'd always just do two little dots for eyes in my illustrations. But for some reason, this, the faces just make sense. So like I literally start at the bottom and I'm like, okay, Um, like if they have a double chin, I add a double chin. If they have like one of those... What's it called? Like a cleft. Like a butt chin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'll do that. Or And then I just look at the shape of the mouth and the nose. And then all of a sudden it just like looks like them. Like I did Oprah and hers was so simple. And I'm like, it fucking looks like Oprah. <laughs> like I don't understand what's happening. Are you like happening. amazed by yourself? Yes. I'm like really amazed. I'm like, there's a few pieces of felt on the table and it looks like Oprah. So how long like, does it Like I don't understand. Usually. I don't know. It's weird. I kind of like lose track of time. I mean, not super long. I don't know, maybe like a few hours. Because yeah. I'm like, I do, I usually try to like cut everything out, lay it out. And then I like take a little break and do something like maybe take care of my children. <laughs> and guys. then I come back <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay. And then it all, you know, so it, and I try to do like one 
early in the morning if I can before everybody wakes up. And if not, I'll try to get one done during the day if we're just like around. Mm -hmm. And then like the best time for me is like when Trapper goes to bed around seven, but all the other kids are like watching Simpsons with Darren because they do that every night (laughs) and have an ice cream Sunday party like every night. He's the fun parent. I'm like, do you think they need ice cream again? You sound like a really terribly unfun parent. (laughs) So so unfun. He's like, let's watch the Simpsons. So they watch the Simpsons every night and I'm like doing my felt person in the kitchen. So I tried to do, but it's weird because even this weekend I was like, I didn't do anyone today. And he's like, my husband's like, that's okay. Yeah. But it's bad. He's like, do you want to go out on the boat? We have a sitter. We can go on the boat. I'm like, I can't. (laughs) I have to work. You don't understand. He's like, but you can like not do one today. Yeah. Is he supportive of? Yeah. But he always gives me suggestions and I'm like, okay, I'm doing really good. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but he'll be like you know what you need to do? You need to make a really big one. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like he always has very good ideas and I'm sure he's going to listen to this and be like, I don't get credit, but he does have really good ideas. He is. He really is. He thinks it's cool. It is cool. It's cool. And, but he'll, he'll always give like, he always tries to like push you one step further, which Mm -hmm. is good. Mm -hmm. You know, like take you out of your comfort zone a little. So he'll be like, I think you should do a really big one. And then if that succeeds, he's like, I told you it was a really good idea, you know? So now that like you're like, so you've clearly raised your price. Yeah. I kind of have to keep raising the price. No, you should. That's how it works. Supply and demand, baby. I know. I'm just like. Welcome to America. But then I never, I don't know. I know. It's hard. Yeah. I just want to give them all away. Hey, you guys, I am so excited to be partnering with Butcher and Bee on their new concept for a farm box. So as you know, we live in a town and we're in a time right now in our country, in our world, where we need to support each other locally. Uh, The people that are being hit the hardest, farmers, bakers, local coffee roasters. Um, I mean, you know, I got a shout out to my boutique fitness people as well that are locals. But what they're doing as a team They're doing a weekly provisions box. It is filled to the brim with local fruits, veggies, milks, cheeses, sauces, spices, and more. You can think of it like the ultimate CSA box. COVID has been a really, really hard time for restaurants, but it's also been a time for them to reflect on what matters the most. To Butcher and Bee, what matters is feeding people and sourcing ingredients from nearby farms and local businesses. There's actually two options as well. You can do a $100 option for just the fruit in the veggie bag, And the $200 crate includes rotating pantry items of Charleston favorites like red clay hot sauce, which is amazing. We keep a bottle at the studio and put it on literally everything. Uh, Bulls Bay sea salt, Springbok coffee, and so much more. Now, like I said, really is the time to support your local restaurants and your local farmers. If you're in Charleston, you can order a box by emailing catering at butcherandbee.com or head over to their Instagram at butcherandbee to learn more. With free delivery within the peninsula and ability to start and stop anytime, and that's what we love about it, right? There's no pressure, so maybe you get a box and like the week later you're going out of town, you can do this weekly. Plus, if you mention that you heard about this through our podcast, you get 10% off your first order. That's pretty awesome. So reach out to them, catering at butcherandbee.com and jump on that list. I appreciate Beyonce a lot. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Please don't send me a bill. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but that's that's amazing. And you, you're getting orders from everywhere? Kind of everywhere. Yeah. Like every, I mean, pretty much. And I, I think what I need to do, and again, this is a suggestion Darren made, is like right now they're 12 by 12, right? And he's like, you, you should, at some point, you should just say, okay, I'm only doing big ones 
for like double the price, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, what did he say? He's like, you have to work smarter, not mm-hmm. harder. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like bopping around, doing one, doing another one, doing, you know? And instead I could have done, instead of those three, maybe like one bigger one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of like the little ones. But I kind of like the little ones too. And yeah. I feel like big, then I have to start getting like bigger felt. Like I just did a huge one. It was like two feet by three feet of the American Gothic, that like, you know, picture of like the farmer and his wife in yep. front of the barn. I mean, and it was really big. And that was a commission piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a huge Carmen Miranda and uh-huh. that was kind of, that one I just wanted to make because um, I thought it'd be so fun with all the fruit in the hair and somebody bought it. That one I was kind of sad to see go. Can you ever just hang it on your wall? Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't belong in my house. I'm too crazy. I like move things around every day and like yeah. get rid of everything. Do you have a ton of art in your house? Kind of. We have some cool stuff. So growing up, my parents had um, a children's bookstore um, on Long Island and it was called Sam I Am. Mm-hmm. And every weekend, like diff- different authors and illustrators would come and sign books. And so I grew up in like a very creative home and my parents are art collectors. And so they've given us a lot of really cool things. Like I have um, my original Green Eggs and Ham book and Dr. Seuss drew in it. And, oh my gosh. and it says like, here's an order, order, best wishes to Sam, blue eggs and ham or something. Here's an order of blue eggs and ham. So we have that. We have cool stuff like that in yeah. our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, or And like my parents were always, you know, this was like in the 80s, but they were always like, if there's somebody you like, write them a letter. Mm-hmm. So I loved Keith Haring when I was a kid. You mm-hmm. know, he did like the pop art in New York City. Like the, I don't know. You would know it. It looks like he used a Sharpie. And he did like the pop art of like the dog barking and the heart. You, if you Google, if you look it up, if you look it up, I think I know exactly. His name is Keith Haring, you know, and so and he was like a big. I think I know who it is. Graffiti artist in in New York in like the eighties, and so I remember being a kid. I must have been seven or eight, and I really liked his work. So I wrote him letters. Yeah, yeah. And then he wrote me back. So I have a bunch of cool Keith Haring posters in our house that he like signed for me. Um, and letters he wrote me that we framed up. So we have stuff like that. So this is crazy. So my uncle wrote falsettos. Stop. Yeah. William that's Finn. Crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. Because I was like, I know that name yeah. and I know that. Yes. And that's so my, him. my uncle did the score for falsettos. That's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. And that's his art. And so I would like write him letters and he'd write me back. So like in my boys' rooms, they have posters of Keith Haring and it says like for Samantha, Keith Haring. So we have stuff like that in our yeah, house. Like, I think my, my aunt, my grandma there, well, she passed away, but she had a big falsettos that's in really her house cool. that he had signed. It's very cool. Yes. Awesome. So we have stuff like that. Um, and some one really cool thing we have hanging in our house, my, my husband's a doctor. Somebody gifted him... These huge medical scrolls. They must be like seven feet by five feet, maybe. Um, and one's of just the head, and one is of the whole skeleton. And they're on the wooden dowels that mm-hmm. you'd find in like a classroom. So, and they're over a hundred years old. So we have two of those huge ones hanging. So cool. I feel like we're very like specific, particular, right? So like I wouldn't hang just anything up. Yeah. Not that I don't think my own stuff is cool enough to hang up. Right. But I feel like I'm really like particular well, about what we hang. you have like that hang. artist yeah. mind. Yeah. I and I'm also like a, a minimalist too. And I like get rid of all our stuff all the time. How do you stay? So you said earlier, which like you said you're really organized. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. It looks like you're pretty organized. Well, I had my um, nanny. I told my nanny we were doing a um, a podcast here before, and I think she tucked everything into. <laughs> you're like, a drawer. there's going to be one closet in yeah. this house that you're <laughs> going to open, and yeah, it's you're going to die. Don't you. open anything. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, so, like, 
I have always heard like the creative mind artist. Is that like, I, I, I always I thought know, that was, that was messy. like me. It's like, weird. Away. I feel like I'm really neat. I feel like it's gotten, not that, it's funny. I'm not, I feel like I'm very organized, but See, I I'm don't, neat. it doesn't I'm like not organized. keep me up at night. Do you know what I mean? You're not OCD. It used to. I feel like it used to. I feel like when I lived in New York, I was a little bit more like neurotic or I don't know. I feel like New York makes you a little bit crazier. Yeah. My mom's going to be mad that I said that, but it's true. <laughs> so I feel like, but I feel like having kids, you know, like, and three little kids at once. You have to be. I feel like I had to have control yeah. over something. Right. And so like my being tidy in my space, I think just, I really, I feel like I really believe with like clean house, clean mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just feel like when things are tidy, it's under control. Maybe it's not, but it makes me feel like it is. Well, and I, I mean, I think for me, like there's a playroom upstairs and it's like, there, that's where all the kids' art stuff is, and there's right. just shit everywhere, and I yeah. can't breathe in there, so I just don't go in there. I'll help you. Thank I'll you. Come help okay. you. I'll come <laughs> help you. I'll come help you. Because I feel like the rest of the space, I'm looking around my house, y'all. We're we're recording at my house right now. It's like I can tuck things away, kind right. of. Yeah. But yeah, I'm always so interested because Carter, as you, the listeners know, she um, does all my marketing, but she's also a dear friend. She's so organized, right? And I, it, I'm so interested in that mind, like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like my husband's not, and he's sentimental and he saves everything. And so like right now we're going to start renovating our house in a couple of weeks and we basically have to clear out the whole upstairs. And I'm like, no problem. This will take me five minutes. I'm throwing all my childhood memories in the garbage, <laughs> but I remember them in my head yeah. and that's okay. And he's like, oh guys, want to come read my but that's fifth kinda, grade Spanish book report? And I'm like, why John do you is. have this in our home? He like, ha- care, keeps, there's so much shit in my attic yes. that I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't mind throwing things I away. I feel like the attic is good though. Cause it's like gone, but it's not, that doesn't bother me. Cause I can't see it. God, you know, drives me nuts. I know. I know. But I just like want, it's like, I feel like if we could live in an empty, tiny house, I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I like, so we've just been getting rid of everything. Like my favorite activity when the kids used to go to school on Mondays when it was garbage day, I would just take a garbage bag and just do a lap around their bedrooms and throw all their <laughs> stuff out. I love that. Like all those stuffed animals. I hate stuffed animals. <laughs> Not necessary. Let's get rid of them all. Yeah. You know, like all their stuff. Maybe there are, I keep like a few things that are good in a box. Right. But everything else, I'm like, we don't need this. So for trophies, I mean, they're no, I mean, they're not that good at anything. (laughs) They're ugly. They're honestly not that good at any sports, (laughs) but they're really nice people. But like, you don't need a trophy from like a gymnastics competition that everybody got one. Right. Chuck it. Right. No, (laughs) no, all gone. So for people that are like just trying to get into art. Yeah. What are your, what are your words of wisdom? Hmm. I mean, I feel like the best thing to do is like, just go to the art store my favorite is Artists and Craftsmen downtown on King Street. That's the best place in the world. I don't know. And just pick up some stuff and like try it all out. I don't know. Like, I mean, random stuff. Like you could do so much cool stuff with like tape, felt, obviously. I don't know. Just like that's, and that was the fun thing that I was doing with the kids during quarantine. We were making stuff out of whatever. One day we made puppets out of things from our junk drawer. That's and awesome. I was like, you know what? We're cleaning up. And we're making art. These are like my two favorite activities. Yeah. And we made like things with like the Chinese takeout chopsticks and like just junk, you know, and it was fun. So I feel like 
have fun with it. You know, like I wouldn't like get a huge canvas and be like, I'm going to make a masterpiece because that's so much stress. I mean, I've done that So before. much pressure. I've done that. I've done that. I was like, we're going to make, I'm going to make an amazing painting that's going to hang in my kitchen. And then I'm like, this is shit. Like, yeah. no. So I feel like if it just happens organically, I feel like that's, that's the best. And it seems like from what you're saying, like, I mean, not like things just fell into place for you, but like you kind of just followed what you loved and yeah. you like ran after what you loved and it worked. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like this happened so organically that it feels really right. Yeah. Right. Like I wasn't like, I'm going to make famous people out of felt. Right. I mean, that's so weird. It still sounds so weird, but it's working for some reason. I think it's so cool. And I, and it really make, and I love that it, it's happy. It just feels like colorful and yep. happy and fun. And it just feels like it like fits with our life. Like, I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like you're, every person is like a brand or something, but this just meshes with who we are. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, just meeting you and like seeing the art and hearing your story. I'm like, this is, this works. Right. Like yeah. it feels like it really agrees with me. Yeah. So. Do your, are your kids artistic? That's good. They are. They, you know, they're, they all have their things that they're very creative. Mm -hmm. Like my oldest one, Charlie, he's really good at like building, fixing stuff. Like if you ordered a piece of furniture, he'll come to your house and do it. Like, like he's Ikea? really good. Oh my God, amazing. Mm -hmm. He loves it. Wow. Um, and he even cleans up. He can up. make a lot of money He cleans up town. after. <clears throat> yeah, I know. And like Tessa is really creative. She loves cooking. Um, again, kind of like with the felt thing. She makes dinner. The whole time we're eating, she's like, you guys, isn't this amazing? This is, <laughs> I made this. And I'm like, that's great. That's great. I mean, like last night she made dinner. She totally ruined like two pots, but it's fine. I don't cook. I, I mean... That's one thing I will say. I've like come to realize, I'm like, you know what? I can make really fucking good people out of felt. Mm -hmm. Can't cook. And that's okay. Like can't do everything. Yeah. Right? I so just what, can't. Is, what do you do when she doesn't cook? Your husband cooks? Oh my God, no. That's hilarious. No, we'll like <laughs> eat cereal or pick something up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, by five or six o'clock, I'm done. I'm so Figure tired it out. by then. And like, the problem is I could be so happy with just like, a Lara bar for dinner. Mm -hmm. I just don't care. Really? Yeah. Ugh. I don't care. I love food. And not that y'all are talking to Lindsay, but she's our podcast producer. Lindsay is an amazing cook. If you don't follow her, you should. Oh my Everybody God, I should. To. She's, I just, she is my inspiration. I've been trying to cultivate the perfect jammy egg. Oh my God. <laughs> I posted this yesterday. Oh, I saw that. And instead of putting it in an ice bath in a bowl, I put it in an ice I bath in that. a strainer. I saw that. Okay. Sober. Maybe I need to check out Lindsay. <laughs> yes. I need she's little... amazing. She's, I mean, seriously. And just, it's beautiful. It's so hard. <sighs> and I don't like the cleanup. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I'm just trying to go through the day with as little to do as possible. So like Sounds cleaning like the doing, kitchen though. and emptying the dishwasher. If we could just avoid that whole situation, yeah. let's not make dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's terrible. Yeah. But it's no, I can't. It's not. I can't do it. We all, all have our strengths. We can't do everything, right? Maybe we have to like own. And that's one thing with the felt people I've learned. I can't make non famous people. It's really hard. And then people complain. I really wanted one of myself. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not that I know celebrities, but it seems easier. They're kind of like and have maybe, these boisterous, like. Like maybe if you make someone's mouth really big, they're going to be mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've tried to do children. It's not, it's not pretty. Yeah. I don't know why. I think you should stick with your they strength. They look like Muppets. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. Pets come out a little weird, but I'm down because I love dogs. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a few things out there. Yeah. Do you have, yeah. what's your favorite restaurant in Charleston? Oh God. My favorite restaurant in Charleston. 
would have to be, God, I mean, we don't go to, I haven't been to restaurants forever. I will say we have been hanging out on Folly a lot. So I would say my favorite restaurant is Low Life. Okay. Is it, I haven't been. So good. Okay. Yeah. Need and go. if you go, they're doing a really good job of like being outside, no bathrooms. So like we've gotten sitters out there and we'll bike over for nice. dinner. And that's kind of fun. That is fun. I would say Low Life. And actually last weekend we went for my friend's birthday to the Ordinary. Delish. And that was great. Yeah. Delicious. So yeah. good. Um, out of all of the felts you've done, Ooh. what's your fave? Carmen Miranda. Yeah. Because she was so big. Yeah. And all her fruit in her hair. I love it. And then I'm not going to lie, I recently did Little Edie from Grey Gardens. Mm-hmm. Kind of forgot how amazing they are. Then I keep rewatching the documentary. <laughs> and actually the other day, last weekend, I, I got dressed and I'm like, okay, it's Saturday. I'll put on a bathing suit and a cover up because we're going to end up in some kind of water situation. And I literally said to myself... Well, this is the best costume for the day. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm turning into Edie Beal. <laughs> I love it. I joke with my mom. I'm like, that's going to be us yeah. in a couple of years. Does your mom come to visit a lot? Yeah. My parents live in New York. They were coming down like once a month. And now my dad wants to move here. My mom does not. If she's listening, she'll stay. She even recently was like, I'm 72. I'm not switching my venue now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's fair. So they come down. They have, I haven't seen them since January because of all the COVID yeah. nonsense, but um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, so everybody's in New York besides us. We don't have those families where they move to Charleston and everyone follows them. Right. Our families are like, that's cool. You guys have fun down there. We're good. Yeah. We're good where we are. John and I don't have family in town either. Yeah. But um, most people do. Yeah. Like- they have people that come. Although our friends from college, my friends from college, they love Charleston and they came every year for fish concerts mm-hmm. and they just love it. They live in Connecticut. And during COVID, they were like, we got to get out of here. So they bought a little place by Folly. Oh, nice. And they've been here since June. That's awesome. So that's probably fun so for So that's you. been so fun, like yeah. having like a person here. Um, so that's been kind of good. Do you have a favorite local artist that you love? And it's okay if you say no. I don't, I, you know what? I feel like there's people I like and admire, but I feel like with four kids and like all this nonsense going on, I don't have time to like look up artists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of bad. Um, so maybe your answer is going to be the same, but why haven't you been to the works? I know. <laughs> you know what? I really want to. I, okay. I really do want to. It's so funny because I feel like my mom is the same way as me. I'm super intimidated to try new exercise. I get that. So like... I'm a big, I love Pilates mm-hmm. and I go to Pilates of Charleston and I did like, I must've done six months of private lessons and they were like, Sam, you're ready. You're ready to do a group yeah. class. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are you sure? I don't know if I know everything. And so then I did. Come. You yeah. know what I would love to do since you gave me a piece of art? Let me give you a private. Okay. Will you do that? Oh yeah. yeah. I'm all about private ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Yes. I don't know. It's just like, even when I lived in New York and I loved New York sports club, I would always like set my shit up in the back. But that's okay. But then sometimes the teacher would be like, this is the front now. I was like, You're oh like, no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. She yeah. changed your venue. Like schlepping my stuff <laughs> to another area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will try it. Okay. Alone. Okay. Well, we don't have to, but we'll, we'll, we'll work on something. Okay. All right. Okay. Tell them how they can find you right now. Right now, the only place to find me is on Instagram. Sam Sydney. I don't know what else you thought my last name was. It's really simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I Sam was like, how do you Sydney. pronounce your last name? She was like, Sydney. <laughs> it's really hard. Sydney. So it's at Sam Sydney. Yeah. 
S I D N E Y. And then if they just want something, they just can message me on message Instagram. You. Okay. That's kind of it. Oh, this was amazing. This is really Thank fun. Thank you so much. Yes. I feel like we um, we got through a lot. And if you guys have any questions, you know, you can message Sam. Yeah. You can always message us. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review us. Always, always, always. We're always looking to get new viewers and sponsorships so we can keep doing this shit for you guys. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you soon. Bye.